0: You found it! A Scoop of Life is a podcast produced by Square One World Media and features Cheryl Coop as host and storyteller. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Cheryl Coop, and I am thankful that you have taken time to listen. This is the second year of my weekly podcast, and each episode is a mix of one of my personal stories music from a variety of Canadian artists, and concludes with a brief spiritual insight. I hope that as you listen, you not only enjoy the episode, but sense God's deep love for you and how your story can intersect with His. The title of this episode is The Lie. Have you ever told a lie? It is very important for me to have a variety of friendships that I enjoy in my life. Making friends has been a high value of mine and thankfully, I've been blessed with many friends. When I was in grade three, I was blessed with a wide array of friendships and one particular boy in my class was a closer friend than the others. He liked many of the same things I did and we could talk about anything with one another. He came from a family of all boys, and I came from a family of seven sisters and two brothers. So maybe he needed to have a girl for a friend since he had no sisters. We would hang out at school, and because he only lived three blocks away from us, at times he would join our neighborhood bike gang. He even invited me to his birthday parties, and when I showed up for the first one that I was invited to, there were nine boys and me. Every year after that, it was always lots of boys and me. So I realized that I must have been a pretty important friend of his to be the only girl to make it onto his birthday invitation list. My family was not one to immediately embrace technology for a variety of reasons, with the major one being that we could not afford it. However, this friend's family could afford it, and so they had a television, but not just a black and white one, It was a colored television, something that was extremely rare in those days. One day at school, my friend was telling me about all the cartoons he was watching on their television, and I expressed great interest in someday seeing a cartoon in color. He then said he would check with his mom and see if I could be invited after school one day to watch cartoons with him. A few days later, he let me know I was welcome any day after school to come, and I was so excited about the prospect of seeing my first cartoons on a colored television that I told him I would take him up on the invitation for the next day. The next day, as I left for school, I told my mom that I would be staying late after class to help my teacher clean the blackboards. But not that after that I was going to my friend's house to watch cartoons. My mom gave me a hug, wished me a good day, and off I headed to school. After class, I stayed to clean the blackboards while my friend waited for me. And then the two of us headed to his house to watch cartoons. When we got to his place, his mom was really happy to see me and had a snack waiting for us. It was fun to be in their home, and I could hardly wait to watch colored television. With our snack in hand, we made our way to the rec room and started to watch The Flintstones, I was mesmerized by the color of the characters in the show and what interesting colors their homes and vehicles were. Everything about the show was fascinating to me, and I felt like a queen having a snack and watching my first colored cartoon. However, at the back of my mind, I was also thinking about how my mom would be worried that I hadn't come home yet because it was well past the time it normally took me to clean the blackboards. So, three-quarters of the way through the show, I abruptly announced that I had to go home, thanked my friend and his mom for the great time I had, and promptly left. I ran home as fast as I could, and when greeted delightfully by my mom, felt sick to the pit of my stomach. When my mom asked about my day and whether my teacher appreciated my cleaning the blackboards for her— I said I wasn't feeling well and needed to lie down. My mom expressed concern over my feeling ill and asked if I had any idea what might be wrong. I told her I didn't have any idea, but knew it was because I had omitted telling her the truth about my time at my friend's place after cleaning the blackboards. Basically, my omission was a lie, and I felt badly that I had told her a lie. Why hadn't I told her? Would she have said no to my going over to his place? I don't think so. But for some reason, I felt it was better to keep it a secret than to admit what I had done. The song called What Kind of Love is This by Steve Bell speaks of the unconditional forgiving love of Jesus Christ. My mom was a follower of Jesus and practiced these attributes of his in her life and in her relationship with me.
1: What kind of love is this that gave itself for me I am the guilty one yet I go free? What kind What kind of love is this? What kind of man is this? Who died in agony? He who had done no wrong Was crucified For me and what kind of man is this who laid aside his throne? gift of God. He destined me to be His own son. What kind of love is this? What kind of love is this?
0: How do you tell people around the world about Jesus? Juan from Colombia has been in prison for 10 years and a Christian for 5. He listens to Ernesto Pinto on Encuentro every day in his cell. Juan hopes for a reduced prison sentence and to tell his story on Encuentro. He says, I teach the Word of God here in prison. Please send me more material.
1: To help us spread the gospel, visit SquareOneWorldMedia.com.
0: As time went on, I periodically went to my friend's home after school to enjoy doing many things together besides watching cartoons. However, the lie about my first time of going to his home after school stayed in my mind and each time I went to his house felt that I should come clean with my mom. Unfortunately, it took me four years to come clean with my mom about this lie. When I told her what I had done in grade three, I think she tried not to laugh as she realized this was an important confession for me but she did ask why I had lied for she would have been very willing to let me go to my friend's place. After my confession and her gift of forgiveness there was not only great relief in my mind and heart but a lot of joy. Now so many years later I can still feel the relief I felt after confessing this lie to my mom. We had a great conversation after that about how being honest would have been a much better choice for me, and that hopefully from this situation I had learned that honesty is the best policy. Sadly, I have to admit that I have not completely learned this. Forgiveness is pivotal when having a relationship with Jesus Christ, His forgiving us and us forgiving others. However, confession also needs to come into play. Confession to Christ and confession to others when we have wronged them in some way. In the Bible, in the book of James, directions are given on confession to those of us who call ourselves followers of Jesus Christ. And here is what it says in chapter 5, verse 16 from the Message Translation. Make this your common practice. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other, so that you can live together whole and healed. The prayer of a person living right with God is something powerful to be reckoned with. Then, in the book of Luke, Jesus gives us some guidelines on praying, and they are recorded in Luke 11, verses 1 to 4, and read like this from the New Living Translation. Once, Jesus was in a certain place praying. As he finished, one of his disciples came to him and said, Lord, teach us to pray, just as John taught his disciples. Jesus said, This is how you should pray. Father, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come soon. Give us each day the food we need, and forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. And don't let us yield to temptation. When we have wronged someone, it is not only important to confess to them, but also to pray for one another so that relationship can once again be restored. These verses on confession, forgiveness, and how to pray are very good reminders for me. How about for you? Thank you for listening, and I hope you come back each week to hear another episode. To keep in touch, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and the website www.ascoopoflife.com, which is spelled A-S-K-O-O-P-O-F-L-I-F-E, not with a C like in a scoop of ice cream, but with a K as in my nickname, Scoop. I would love to hear from you, your thoughts on the podcast, any questions you may have, or things you would like me to pray about for you.